0: The bond market sell-off is back on. The U.S. 10-year Treasury yield up 14 basis points to 4.84% this morning after better-than-expected U.S. retail sales figures. That's coming up in our five things in five minutes. And then in part two of our deep dive with Raymond Yoon into China's troubled local government financing vehicles, we find out what's causing the problem to start with. China's households don't pay much tax for all the public infrastructure they have. In fact, just 13% of China's workers on salaries in cities actually pay income tax.
1: The fiscal arrangement of China is that uh, those beneficiaries, in particular households, has a very, very minimal tax burden, but they are the major beneficiary uh, of the public infrastructure. So I, I think that that's a uh, more, you know, long-term problem for the debt sustainability of China.
0: But first in five and five with ANZ, number one, U.S. retail sales rose 0.7% in September from August. That was faster than the market's expectation for growth of around 0.3%. That is firing up the bond market sell-off again. The U.S. 10-year Treasury bond yield up to 4.84% this morning. It's just below its 16-year high of 4.89% hit earlier this month. That's lifting the U.S. dollar versus other currencies, including the Aussie and the Kiwi dollars. They're down from their overnight highs. Right now, the Aussie is at 63.64 U.S. cents, and at five o'clock Australian time, the Kiwi is down at 58.96 cents. Number two, this sort of stronger-than-expected consumer spending in the United States is a factor in ANZ's economists tweaking their forecasts for when the Fed will start cutting rates they now see a cut in the third quarter of next year rather than the second quarter. ANZ's senior international economist, Tom Kenney, points to data revisions showing larger excess savings for US consumers. We think this is um, propping up spending uh, for a bit longer than we, were, we had been expecting, especially in Q3. A number of the uh, regional Fed GDP now estimates for Q3 growth are looking quite strong for the quarter, suggesting above-trend growth. And secondly, in conjunction with that, we saw, along with a very strong non farm payroll for September, we saw that the uh, BLS did some upward revisions to previous uh, employment growth. Whereas last month, we were looking at 150,000 three month moving average. We're now looking at a, a moving average of around 260,000. So, both these things suggest that the uh, US economy is looking a little bit stronger in Q3. Number three, there was a downward surprise for the Reserve Bank of New Zealand yesterday with global disinflation weighing down on domestic inflation. 5.6% was the annual inflation result and that was below expectations and ANZ's economists are changing their OCR call because of it. Here's ANZ's New Zealand economist, Henry Russell.
1: It's a high bar for the Reserve Bank to restart hikes. After today's data, we don't think by November they're going to have sufficient evidence. The moderation in core inflation we saw in today's numbers should give them confidence that the trend in inflation is down. But what concerns us is the pace of progress on getting inflation down. And as a result, we think by February, the Reserve Bank will be back back at the hiking table, reflecting still persistent domestic inflation pressures that are likely to to prove more challenging to get on top of and could see inflation outside the the Reserve Bank's target band for, for longer than they currently expect.
0: Number four, economic activity has accelerated in Vietnam in the third quarter. After struggling with sluggish growth at the end of last year and early this year, ANZ's Head of Asia Research Kun Go explains.
1: Vietnam's growth in Q3 accelerated on the back of an improvement across the industrial and construction sectors. At the same time, inflation has started to pick up on the back of higher energy prices. So our previous forecast for another interest rate cut has been changed. We now no longer expect another interest rate cut, and we expect the State Bank of Vietnam to keep policy constant at 3% as growth is starting to pick up nicely and now inflation risk is tilted to the upside.
0: Number five, the Monetary Authority of Singapore, the MAS, is likely to soften its policy guidance next year for the Singapore dollar, which should soften domestic interest rates. That's according to ANZ senior strategist in Singapore, are in tune
1: the mes is uh, quite forward-looking and uh, proactive it was actually about six months uh, before the U.S Federal Reserve starting uh, to high rates you know in uh, in early year 2022 you know and the mes actually started in October year 2021 so being preemptive, you know, I would expect that you know there is a chance that uh, actually the MAS would be able to uh, sort of to start to ease monetary policy, whether it is in line with the Fed or ahead of the Fed. You know, I think there is room for that to happen.
0: Irene tune there from Singapore. Now it's time for part two of our bonus deep dive interview with ANZ's chief economist for Greater China, Raymond Yung into local government financing vehicle debt in China. Yesterday, he talked about it being at a tipping point. But how is it going to be solved? Well, it's worth looking into what the problem was to start with. I asked Raymond about a basic issue with China's tax system. So just to explain how the local government funding vehicles work and who gets the benefits from this economic growth because of the public investment in these public assets – Normally, it's a central government or a local government who invests in the public assets and then gets the money back eventually through income taxes, either from households or from corporates or through uh, value-added taxes, goods and services taxes. But could you talk about how in China, and in particular for the local governments, they don't see much of the benefits of overall economic growth because they don't have access to, uh, to income taxes. And there's also uh, relatively low income taxes going to the central government. Can you talk a bit about that basic issue where the beneficiaries of the public investment, households eventually, aren't necessarily paying directly either to the central government or the local government at the moment?
1: The core issue behind this uh, local government debt uh, trouble is because of some uh, structural deficiency of the fiscal arrangement. Local governments lack a sustainable revenue stream. In particular, they uh, the ability for local government to tax, to raise funds from uh, taxation is very limited. And in fact, uh, for an average household, the tax the burden to them is very, very low. You know, the, uh, overall household pay one and a half trillion yuan of personal income tax last year relative to, uh, disposable income per capita of, 37,000, uh, 37, 000, uh So the, uh, only, uh, 13% of the urban salary worker pay income tax, which means that, uh, households seems to be pretty okay. So uh, there is a, an issue in terms of um, who is actually uh, bearing the burden uh, or the tax burden or the, exp- or the public expenditure, but at the same time, who are the beneficiary? Very likely now the funding model or the fiscal arrangement of China is that uh, uh, those beneficiaries, in particular household, has a very, very minimal tax burden, but they are the major beneficiary uh, of the in public infrastructure. So I, I think that this is uh, a, a more you know long-term problem for the debt sustainability of China. Um, and if they really want to address the issue, they really need to fix the uh, current fiscal arrangement between the taxpayer, the central government, and the uh, local government.
0: Raymond in there. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was Five and Five with ANZ for Wednesday, the 18th of October. Catch you tomorrow with the latest from China's economy with data due later today. This podcast contains general information only, not investment advice. You should obtain advice for your personal circumstances before making any investment decisions. Please view the podcast disclaimer available via your media player or email.